You're listening to the Joy Junkies Show podcast, episode 227. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 227. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hey, beautiful. Well, imagine seeing you here. Well, look who it is. You come here often? I come here once a week. (laughs) Me too. And you're usually here with me. Oh my god! Yeah, look at now the I remember you're my soulmate. Oh, there's my soulie. Soulie. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the podcast. We have an awesome topic for you this week, all around saying no, and this is super exciting. This came to my uh, forefront of my mind, I guess I should say, a few years ago, two years ago. On Instagram, somebody was talking about how her and her friend wanted to create a November that was all about saying no. No. Like a no Oh, a November. A November that was all about (laughs) flexing the muscle of saying no. And I thought, oh my God, can I please borrow that as a topic? I think that would be incredible. And as we're just getting into November, I thought this is a perfect topic. And we've done it each November, and I thought, time to bring her back. Bring her back. Bring her back. And the key around this is to start saying no and not be overrun with that guilt, right? So I do have to give a huge warm fuzzy to not only this audience member, but last week's audience member, because I forgot to give her a warm fuzzy for her show's topic. That's right. Well, let's do two of them. Let's do two, right in a row. Two warm fuzzies. That's right. That's pretty cool. Oh, my gosh. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I think this is going to be really a great challenge for everybody listening to look for opportunities to say no to shit you don't really want to do that's super obligatory or not really in service of you. So we'll get all into that today. But I do hear a little something in the distance. Do you hear it? I off in the distance? Off it, Is I, that a free shit alert I hear? I, wait. Doot, doot. We interrupt this broadcast of the Joy Junkie Show to bring you this urgent free shit alert. Repeat, this is a free shit alert. It was a free shit alert. Oh my goodness. Free shit alert. You're right. Really exciting. If you go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 227, you're going to find free cheat sheets all around saying no. And you can just print them out really easy peasy. And then it gives you a great reference of how to phrase things and decline. And little reminders, things you need to keep in mind as you go through this month of November, where you are going to flex that muscle of saying no. Be sure to swing by and grab that. And we'll jump into a lot of delicious stuff. But before we do got to pass it to you for a segment we like to call. Would you rather? That's right. And this week's would you rather is would you rather 
drink all your meals from a baby bottle or have to wear visible diapers for the rest of your life. Wait, wait, wait. Like, have to wear diapers the rest of your life. That's actually not a bad gig. Really? Like, you can just pee whatever you want. Yeah, but then you'd, you'd, you'd be sitting in your own excrement, like, all the time. Well, you'd get to change them. Like, do you, does somebody change you or you change yourself? No, you have to change yourself. Okay, wait. And so, so I have so many questions. You have so many questions. I have so many you questions. You always do. Well, do you wear them over your clothing or do you, those are always your bottoms? They're just your bottoms. So you don't, you wouldn't have any pants. Yeah. Ever. Ever. You have to wear a diaper all the time. Oh my gosh. So you'd kind of look like Donald Duck, like where he's got just like this big, <laughs> <laughs> like white body and then these yellow spindly legs sticking out. You're so funny. But he always has like a jacket on or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a hat. Yeah, yeah. So you could accessorize. You would just always have a diaper. Yeah, you'd have to accessorize around the diaper. Oh, like a belt. You could bedazzle it if you wanted. You could wear like uh, those garter belts with... <laughs> Oh like my god. Fish like, oh my god, I can't. Or yeah. or drink all all your meals through a baby bottle. Yeah. Like you, oh my god. Yeah. But That's the, a so tough one. on that one, so you'd basically be on a liquid diet. Liquid diet. Liquid diet. That makes me sad <laughs> because of how many, much food I enjoy. I know, food is delish. I'm going diapers all the way. Really? Food is oh, way too important to me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what I was thinking, but then I thought this would be a really great way. It'd be easy to lose weight. Yeah, it'd be a great diet. The baby bottle diet. You oh. could write a book. Oh, my God. You could do a book tour. Be on Oprah. But then you don't You don't get to enjoy like. But then you'd have to be on Oprah and diapers. But. Oh, no, you wouldn't because you'd be drinking from a bottle. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So you wouldn't be able to have like a mug while you're sitting there. No, you'd have to have a baby bottle. Baby bottle. <laughs> baby bottle. Of whiskey. Oh, well, that's true. I could still have whiskey and I could pace myself a lot better. You, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go baby bottle. Baby bottle it is. For me, it's totally the diaper. And we talk about what we would rather every week at the After Hours Club over on Facebook. Just go to thejoyjunkie.com slash club. It'll forward you right over to the Facebook group where we talk about this every single Monday and have a good laugh. and Y'all up in the club. And if you're not a part of the After Hours Club, you really should be because we're always having additional trainings and videos and conversations and talking about the pod. There's always delicious goodies over there. And if you're a part of After Hours, I have an exclusive resource vault that is only for podcast members that you get access to, which is a bunch of awesome goodies in there. Hello. Hello. So we're going to get talking about November, how to say no and not feel guilty. But one thing I mentioned last week, and I just want to throw it out this week too before we get going, in January, I will be running another version of my Deep Down and Dirty, the Tribe course. This is my main the big huge, gun. big offering, The my body of work consolidated into a three-month course. And it is in short, completely transformational. So if you get anything from the pod, you will completely change your life if you do the work that is a part of Deep Down and Dirty, the tribe. It is completely transformational. The reason I wanted to mention that is because over the next handful of weeks, or really truly through November and December, I'm compiling a a list of people who are interested in learning uh, when it's open for registration. And if you're on that list, it's likely that you will get all the extra bonuses and 
any early bird offers. If you're a part of After Hours, you'll probably get coupon codes. You want to get your ass on this list. Go to thejoyjunkie.com slash tribe, and you will absolutely be the first to hear about it. And it's not going to start again until the new year, but you, if you're interested in, in topics like this about how to say no are a challenge for you or establishing boundaries or you can't get your mother-in-law off your back or you don't know how to converse with your partner, those sorts of things that you need some accountability around, the tribe will completely shake up all of that. Sweet. And you can see a handful of testimonials on that page. Throw your name into the list so that just what you need for the new year. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so we'll let you know first. All right. So let's talk about saying no. We're saying no. We're saying no to things. So I'm going to give you a handful of things that are conceptual. They're more about your perspective and wrapping your head around a new concept around saying no. And then we're going to talk about how to actually do it. Now, I have a very prevalent following of people who have challenges with perfectionism, People-pleasing is huge, like caring about what other people think. So for that reason, we're going to really look at when we don't want to say no because we're in fear of being liked uh, or or fear – excuse me, fear of not being liked, fear of coming off like a bitch, fear of – other people being like, God, you really let me down, fear of other people's responses. So the first thing that I really want to underline, and this might be a mind blower for you, but saying no does not equal you being a dick. Yeah. Okay. I can't tell you. Explain it. Explain. (laughs) (laughs) Our life I go to explain. Well, I can't tell you how many times I hear from people like, if I say no, they equate that with I'm being mean, I'm being rude, I'm being insubordinate, I'm being something really, really negative. Making up a story. All that, yeah. Yeah. All that saying no means is that you're not fucking available. There's nothing mean about that. Saying no is not being bitchy. Being bitchy is being bitchy. Like being rude is being rude. Being mean is being mean. Saying no has nothing to do with that. You can say no with the utmost kindness and grace. True. You can decline story. kindly, mm-hmm. nicely. Yeah. No is just not being available, period. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. I like that. You're on board? Yeah. That's- so that's the first thing that I want you to start looking at and kind of unpacking a little bit. Do you make up... That saying no to working late or saying no to your spouse when they really want to hit it and you don't want to hit it or saying no to your neighbor who borrows shit and always breaks it or never returns it or to your kid's teacher who wants you to bake those proverbial 400 cupcakes that I always reference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or once you'd have volunteer for the field trip and you really don't want to because you've got this marathon that you're running or you've been invested in or whatever the case may be. So that's what I'm talking about. When you're saying no, all you're saying is, I'm not available. I'm so sorry. I'm not available. You're not being rude. You're not being mean. Okay. So start unpacking that and look at, do I make it mean anything? And is that true? Is that really true? When you say no, are you really being awful? No. So you need to dissect that a little bit. The second thing that I want you to really think about is that when you decide to say yes 
to somebody asking something of you, like one of those scenarios that I just mentioned, Mm -hmm. your neighbor or whatever. When you say yes to that, you are inevitably saying no to something else, right? There's something polarizing there. So if you, for instance, if you say yes to, let's say, you know, volunteering for the field trip for your kid's school, what's the cost? What's the side effect? What are you actually, what are you going to need to say no to in order to make that happen? You're going to have to say probably no to sleeping in or that's probably irrelevant if you have kids. Um, You're (laughs) probably saying no to that time being allocated allocated for anything else that's of importance to you. Yeah. If you say... But maybe that's important to you. Totally. Right? Totally. It depends on what you're, you're being motivated by. Yeah. Are you being motivated by guilt? Because that fucking sucks. Thank you to all the religions out there. Guilt does suck. Right? So that's very different than being motivated from a place of like genuine goodwill or excitement. It's I'm talking about shit you don't want to do. I gotcha. That's what I'm talking about. Not stuff that you do want to do. So I want you to think about the next time that somebody is asking you to do something or asking something of you and you, everything in you is like, no. And then you're like, sure, (laughs) totally. (laughs) In those moments, I want you to stop and think about if I say yes to this thing that I really don't want to do, what is the cost? What am I going to have okay. to say no to in order to say yes to this person? Okay. Get really clear on the cost because most of the time we just spin around about the whole I'm letting them down or I'm being a bitch and we get stuck there and we think our only option is to say yes. We don't stop and actually think, well, first of all, it's not true that I'm being a bitch. Second of all, what will this cost me if I say yes? So you're saying a pros and cons. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think there's this thing that happens where people feel so inclined to people please that they make up that they don't have a choice. Mm. They just operate under these old ways of being where you just always say yes, where you always feel guilt, where you always feel bad. And that doesn't have to be the case, but you have to start picking it apart first before you realize, oh, it's actually not true that I'm being rude. It's actually not true that I'm being bitchy. I'm actually being really, really kind. Or I'm actually showing my children what it looks like to take care of yourself or to make up a new truth about what this actually means or that you can decline, that it's not your responsibility to fill the volunteers at the church group. Like, that's not your responsibility. It's okay if you're not available. Okay. If it's genuinely something you do not want to do. Right. And it's a different choice every time. Like, I I totally get that. But that's why if you are a chronic people pleaser and you're a chronic yes man or woman and you're always saying yes and then it causes you pain, like, you're over-fucking-whelmed. Right, like, oh, "Oh, my schedule's so tight, so full, right? And I always call that self-inflicted overwhelm because most of the time you have put all this shit on your plate based off of guilt and obligation. Like, what if you actually just started saying no to that shit? You might find that you have so much more time available for the things that really do matter to you. What if it's something like a job where you're being asked to do things? 
like say like uh like to work overtime yeah, or, or your or your boss just keeps putting extra things on your table or on your desk and saying, Oh, can you handle this? And I really, you know, I'm relying on you for this. Right. Right. Well, I think that really depends on the dynamic in each work environment. Sure. But what I would say is if any, if at any point it is being offered to you and asking you, can you do this? Are you available to stay later? Will you do this? Then it's not being told to you. It's being offered to you as yeah, yes or no. So okay. in those moments, that's when you can go, I'm so sorry, I actually have plans for after work. I can't stay late. Or to be quite honest with you, I have so much going on with this particular project. I don't know if I could get this done as well as you want it done by this particular time. Got it. So I think it really depends on if your boss is just like, do this, do this, do this, do this, or if it's somebody asking you. Right. Because if somebody's asking you, that's your opportunity to use your words. Gotcha. Okay. And But what if they're telling you? If they're saying, this is uh, due date's Friday on this. Right. And that's, I mean, th- those are not fun. Those are not fun scenarios to be in. But in that situation, that I don't think that has as much to do with saying no as it does with uh, establishing boundaries or speaking your truth. Like a lot of times in, in situations like that where you have a boss who's, you know, more aggressive or overbearing or something like that, and maybe you aren't, you just choose to be quiet the whole time. Instead of saying, could we have a meeting? Could we sit down and talk? Uh, there's a couple of things that I'm really concerned about and continue to, what can you do? Which is actually a really great segue for me for my third point. Oh, I'm good at those. You're really good. We're so <laughs> in sync. The, the third point that I wanted to make is get really clear on your can't versus won't statements. Okay. And what I mean by that is a lot of times we will say in our own mind, oh, I can't say no to him. I can't say no to my mom. I can't say no to my mother-in-law. I can't say no to my neighbor. Oh, my God, I can't. And we make up this rule about what we're capable of doing. Mm. So listen to me. If you say can't, and you may have heard me talk about this before because I get really ranty about it. (laughs) Can't is not humanly possible. When you say I cannot grow wings out of my back and start flying around like an angel. That is a legit can't. I cannot grow wings. You literally cannot. I literally cannot. <laughs> not dramatically, not figuratively. I literally, literally cannot do okay. that. Most of the time when we say can't, what we really mean is won't. I won't say no. I won't stand up to that person. Um. I won't broach a tough conversation. That's what was really happening here. So do not tell me that you can't because you can. So in those moments, I want you to get really, I'm getting ranty. I see it. I see it happen. I get worked up about it. I see you getting worked up. Clothes are going to come off soon. Because we're not, (laughs) if you don't know, I get really hot. And so I have to like strip when I get really worked up. Sorry, go ahead. But it's been a lot better with the the weather lately. So I'm super grateful for that. So I want you to just get really, really clear. A lot of this stuff is about calling a spade a spade and not operating under this old guise of how you used to view things. Like, oh, I can't. I could just never say that. Yeah. Yeah, you actually can. And yes, you can actually say it kindly. 
Yeah. Yes. You, it's just a matter of using your vocal cords and doing it and feeling fear and pushing through it, like doing it anyway. I have tons of times where I have tons of fear, but I do it anyway because I would much rather push myself and be proud of myself than always operate from a place of fear and guilt. Mm-hmm. Like shitty. It's a, sh- it's a motivator. For damn sure it's a for motivator. Sure. Yeah. But I refuse to be motivated from guilt and fear. So with those two points, I want you to get really clear about it. Write down, what am I making up about what I can't do? And is it really a won't? And in regards to that concept that I was mentioning before, writing this down as well. If I say yes to this person, then I'm saying no to this situation. I want you to write those two scenarios down or do some journaling around them. Or at the very least, say it out loud. What's the importance of writing it? There is something that is psychologically concrete when you either give voice to something or write it down. So I always advocate either say it out loud or put it on paper because there's something that happens kind of in the confines of our mind where if we do not give voice to something, it first of all, it's automatically true. It, there's no way to – you don't really dispute it. You just accept it as truth. So when you're running around in your mind saying, oh, I couldn't say no to him or I could never say no to, to her, that's just fucking true. It's just true in your mind, right? It's not until you say it out loud and go, oh, actually, I mean, I won't say no. Mm-hmm. And then you stop and you think about it a little bit. It becomes crystallized. It becomes real. Same is true for when you put it out on paper. It's getting out of the confines of your mind. Got it. Basically. Okay. Good question. Number four is to avoid your gut response. (laughs) Your conditioned response, I'm guessing, up until now, has always been, sure, totally. (laughs) The totally Um, girl. Yeah, the totally girl. Um, okay, even though everything in you is like, no, like, no, 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 no. And then your gut response is like, okay, sure. (laughs) So I want you to notice that. And that's one of the biggest commitments that I would love to see you do is commit to not just saying yes and buy yourself some time. If you are saying no, why? Like, like explain why? No, to yourself. Just like, you know, when you're saying, like, write this down, it. right? Yeah. yeah. Why am I saying no? I'm saying no, or I'm going to say no because blah, blah, blah. Right. Absolutely. So what I always encourage people to do is to buy yourself some time if you can. And again, if when you go to thejoyjunkie.com and get your cheat sheet for this, this is all written out for you. Nice. So you've got this great reference sheet of how to actually decline. So that first concept is just to not say yes and say, let me think about it. Can I get back to you on that? I'm going to need to check my schedule. Something that is, let me think about it for a minute. And then one of my absolute favorites is, if you need an answer right away, I'm going to have to politely decline. That's my favorite. Like if somebody is taking their agenda and their responsibility, and their urgency, and trying to guilt you Mm. into adopting that urgency and responsibility. And they need a decision that quickly. I'm so sorry, I'm going to have to politely decline. It is paramount to me to be able to 
think about what I am taking on, what I am saying yes to. Right. And also, I want to really mention this to you guys. This is a process. And this takes a long-ass time to hone. And, you know, I teach this stuff and I still struggle with it. So I want you to know that there's probably a ton of times where you're going to have to backtrack and say, shit, I just said yes to that again. And you might have to go, okay, here's what's happening. Because I said yes to this, here's what I'm inevitably saying no to. Here is what I made up a story. Here's where I was motivated by fear, whatever, whatever. And here's what I'm going to do differently next time. Sometimes okay. you can go back and say, you know what? I think I overcommitted. Sometimes you can renege on yeah. that depending on the Retract. scenario. Not always, can you? Not always. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's a totally different decision based off of each scenario. But sometimes you might say yes, again, because you've conditioned this response for so long. I did that last year with your mom, and I even talked about it on the pod where it was like related to cooking, and she had said, can I have some of this? And my, I was like, sure, and I really didn't want her to have it, <laughs> and it messed up my whole system and everything like that. And I, So then in retrospect, afterwards, I was like, okay, now I know when I'm posed with that again, I'm going to just say no. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I need this for other things, and just say no instead of – beating myself up about not saying no to begin with. Right. So sometimes you have to go like, oh, okay, here's what I'm going to learn from this experience and here's what I'm going to do differently next time. And what's so important is that you caught it. Yeah. That you were aware. Because most of the time, we just think we have no choice. Again, like, oh, I just, I have to. You don't have to. You chose to. So after you have given yourself time to process and think about it, you know, in that time frame when you have bought yourself some time, like, can I get back to you on Wednesday? Let me think about that. I'm going to need to check my schedule. When do you need an answer by? Put it back on them. With those situations, when you have that time bought, that's when you start to process and do the couple of things that I mentioned. Do I feel like I can't? Is it really a won't? If I say yes, what am I saying no to for me? Is it something that I really, really want to do or don't want to do? Right. And and you go through the, that process. And you might be able to get better at that. Like the the better you get at it, the less time you need. You won't even have to buy yourself time. You exactly. You can make that decision on the fly because you can go through it like boom, 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 boom. That's such a great point because it is, it is those sorts of things that because I operate under this – like governing system now of like personal development and the things that I've worked on, I it it becomes your new reality. But you have to condition it. You have to practice. You have to start saying no over and over and over again mm -hmm. until you get to the point where it feels like well, I would never just say yes to that. I haven't thought it through. Right. Right. Exactly. It becomes a new way of operating. Like, for instance, I used to always worry about what people thought of me. It does not even, like, register on my mind that, like, what – it's funny to me when somebody says, like, oh, I was talking about you and the podcast to so-and-so and so-and-so, and, -so, and they let me in on, like, a private conversation where people were talking about me. I'm like, holy shit, people are talking about me. Like, I don't even – it's not even a part right of – on your radar, yeah. Right? But that's because I conditioned that over years of working on myself. So I want you to know that, that 
even if saying no at the beginning is challenging and, and rocky and kind of messy, that's okay. It gets easier, but you have to commit to keep doing it. Yeah. All right. So number five is then to actually decline and to do it with grace. So remember, you get to be as kind as you want to be, as sweet as you want to be. And one of my favorite ways to ease into a no, and this is my people pleasers love this, is to thank them. Genuinely thank whoever is talking to you, asking something of you. Like, oh, thank you so much for, for asking that. Or thank you for confiding in me. Thank you for turning to me. I appreciate so much that you thought of me. If right. it's your neighbor. Oh, thank you for thinking of me. But you know what? I'm really going to have to decline at this time. I think gratitude is one of the easiest things. Yeah. You know, to broach any conversation, any loves tough gratitude. conversation. Well, yeah. even, the, even the thing we're talking about with um, a boss. Starting that conversation, and that's really a boundaries conversation, but mm -hmm. starting that conversation by, like, I appreciate so much that you believe in my ability and that you are always giving me ample amount of work to prove to you. You know, and you can start with gratitude. It's one of the best ways to start a conversation with your spouse, with anybody. So same is true for somebody who asks something of you. Graceful and kind. Yep. So... This is your November challenge. The sixth, sixth thing that I wanted to mention today is I want you to go to thejoyjunkie.com. I want you to get your cheat sheet. I want you to fucking commit to this. I don't want you to be listening to this while you're working out, while you're driving, and be like, oh, that's a nice fucking idea. And then this, the next minute that your mother-in-law asks something of you, you're like, sure, I can't fucking wait. And you're so pissed. <laughs> And it costs you something. I want you to commit. I want you to do something differently to create a different result. In coaching, we would always they would always use the phrase, keep doing what you're doing, you get more of the same. That is true. So if you do not want more of the same, you need to take some action. And committing to that from the get-go, just for the remainder of November, just for the remainder of November, to truly commit to saying no to at least one thing that you do not want to do that's being asked of you. And I'm not talking about like, I'm saying no to doing you doing my taxes or picking up dog poop. I'm not talking about shit like that that just happened. Literally. Literally. <laughs> that we do need to do. I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm talking about obligation. Okay. Being motivated by guilt being motivated by fear of what other people are going to think. That's not what, that's not taxes. Like, that's just a pain in the ass, yeah, period. Yeah. Nobody wants to do that. I'm not talking about general unpleasantries. I'm talking about really being in, so invested in how you are received that you start saying yes to shit you don't want to do. Get your ass to thejoyjunkie.com slash 227. I want to hear about your commitment, that you are committed to doing this, especially as we go into the holidays. This is a perfect example. Perfect timing, yeah. When when your family's like, can you host? You have the biggest house. And you're like, no. You know, like, and then you're like, totally. Yeah, exactly. 
it's I know ti- tons of people like that. It's time to say no. Or you say yes with a shit ton of boundaries, you know? Like, and that's a totally different story. So I'm not even going right. to get into that. But go get your cheat sheet. Tell us your commitment and let us know what you said no to. Like, share your stories with us. Ooh, that'd be a good podcast on its own. For November. Hopefully this was helpful for you guys. As always, we love you to pieces and we always appreciate iTunes reviews. When you're on that same page, there are directions to get to how to leave an iTunes review, which we would, gosh, if you benefit from the show, we would be over the moon if you would consider writing an iTunes review. And thank you to everyone who has. It it truly means the world to us. Yeah, it's fun. So I think that's it. I got pretty ranty. Yeah, there. no, that was good though. I didn't leave much room for you. That's fine. I was just listening. Are you into it? I was just listening, just hearing what you had to say. Yeah, oh, you're so <laughs> cute. You're so good for me. Well, I appreciate everything that you had to offer, and thank you everybody so much for listening. And I think that's it. So here is to loving and living your most badass life, Mr. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Smith. Out. Mm-hmm.